Hi, friends. Thank you for joining us on Food for Thought. My name is Sunil Chandy. I am the rector and priest at Christ Episcopal Church, and uh, I want to thank you for being with us here today. This is a ministry out of Christ Episcopal Church, so, uh, you know, please uh, tell us what you think of it. Tell us how you, uh, if you enjoy it, and so forth. I love this. Uh, I've, I really have started, not, I've loved it since the beginning, but I love the jingle that we have, uh, that little ditty that we have it just makes me feel like dancing and uh and and it's uh it's refreshing and part of uh today it, we're going to be talking with uh Sharon Yankin Yankin in a, in a in a couple of minutes uh, uh about you know uh finding renewal and refreshment especially during these uh dog days of summer you know in this uh in this region of um of the country in New England uh it's beautiful out here the weather but it can get hot at times, and uh, we're we're hitting a little bit of a dry spell. But uh, the the time has uh, also reminds me. This summertime reminds me. It's that it's time. To, it's an opportunity to find renewal and refreshment, even in the places that uh, that you know that are around that that are kind of like um, places that seem to be a little barren at at, at times. Uh, I just came back from a vacation, and uh, and I feel really excited, it, it giving me a different perspective in life. Um, so one of the passages that I uh, have uh, that really came to mind uh, as I was thinking about this is this idea, uh, Psalm 71, verse 1, In you, O Lord, have I taken refuge. Refuge. Refuge is a place of rest and refreshment for me. It's a it's a place in which you are kind of protected from the dangers uh, around you and from the stresses of life, the frustrations of life. You find renewal in a place of refuge. And so, um, you know, when, one of the things that I, I always believe is this idea that God can offer us refuge wherever we may be uh, as we as we encourage our relationships with a relationship with God. And, and then that refuge is part of that refuge is being able to see the world differently. So even if you're not on vacation or you haven't come back from vacation, all right, there, there might be different things that you could do, uh, you know, that kind of like a staycation uh, kind of experience where you are able to find refuge in the places that you are it, just by all, uh, by, by seeing a different perspective, um, you know, just walking outside and in the in the in in uh, the sunlight allows us to kind of bask in in the sunlight and see the vegetation around us, the greenery, the uh, you know the plants, the flowers. The other day I was I was in our garden and and was a lot of butterflies. Butterflies. I never see butterflies. Uh, during the fall and, and so forth. But this is a season of butterflies here in New England. And there might be other things. Uh, but the butterflies help me to think about God and God's uh, generosity and, and beauty in, uh, in giving us all of these wonderful sights and, and experiences to behold if we are able to kind of appreciate it. And so... Um, Wherever you may be, I mean, maybe it's not butterflies. It might be something else. It might be a nice ice cream, <laughs> ice cream cone or something, or uh, a, a musical experience that causes you to dance. Anything that gives you refuge is, uh, uh, is, is needed. 
sometimes. Because in life, we are not meant to be robots that continuously work. We're called to have these moments of Sabbath that allow us to have rest and then refreshment so that we can engage in the, in the work that we're called to do, the good work, the work of hope and joy and transformation. Today, uh, we'll be speaking with Sharon. Sharon's going to uh, un unpack some of this stuff for us. And so Ben, please bring Sharon on board. Hey, Hello. Hello, Hello to all the viewers too. Yes. I, it's so great seeing you. And I love the fact that you're standing. Don't you love the standing position here? I love it. It makes I love me it. feel like Superman or Wonder Woman. One of those. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. And um, yeah, I'm really ex excited to talk with you about this topic. It's a fun topic. It's, it's a necessary topic. Um, you know, so, and I just came from playing pickleball this morning. So between really? pickleball, yes, pickleball and standing, like I'm just ready for this topic, totally. And seeing you. So I love what you were just saying. You know, you're right. I think oftentimes, especially in this area, summertime, Rhode Island is, to me, the most beautiful months in Rhode Island are, you know, August and September yeah. and July. It's just gorgeous here. Um, there's so much to do. There's so much to get out and, and do. And um, and I think it's, it's and I've also been focusing this summer on, on like you, you know, relaxing and doing um, fun things. Um, but I would encourage folks to also think of this as, as something that's more part of their regular practice, not just something you save for summer, like sometimes we have a tendency to do, right? And it, it, when I'm teaching coping skills, there's a module that we call emotion regulation. Mm. And in that module, we spend time talking about pleasant events because these pleasant events that we engage in are important to help us be less vulnerable, less vulnerable to a lot of the challenging things that happen in life that mm. cause a lot of emotional distress. So I'll often say to folks, you know, it's sort of like, why do you get the oil changed in your car? You get the oil changed, not because there's a problem, but because it's maintenance. You don't want there to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I'll tell you the two things that folks usually, the two biggest reasons why people won't do this. People actually are, become upset with me when I suggest they have some fun. Really? They, and the two reasons, one, they think they don't deserve it. Oh. Or number two, it's not attached to a goal. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know. I know that feeling. <laughs> right. Oh, but it's a waste of time. I have so many other things I need to do. Um, you know, maybe they come from backgrounds where the, fo the work, the focus was work, work, work. Really, anything that you did that wasn't connected to achieving a certain goal wasn't valued. Yeah, yeah. I have, and I, yet, I, I have an interesting story about that when you fit, when you yeah. yeah, and yet this is so important for emotion regulation. So, yes, yeah, so tell me your story. The, the, well, it's interesting because I'm like part two. I mean, part of 
like number one, I, I think like the first reason for not taking vacations or ref, uh, rest and relaxation, uh, you know, I feel like I deserve it. <laughs> I, I deserve it. Right. But yeah. the, two is always interesting because I remember 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, you know, like I, I was in uh, uh, part of my ministry was in New Jersey and we had the, the Jersey Shore. I mean, the Jersey Shore is amazing. I mean, uh, and I, you know, I've been there in New Jersey for almost all of my life. And I and I could count on my fingers or my hand uh, how many times I've been to the Jersey Shore. And so one of my friends, uh, one of our parishioners said, uh, okay, so let's get a group of people just to walk down the shore, you know? And then I said, okay, sure. Let's, so, you know, well, what do you do when you walk? And he goes, where, what are, where are we going to go? What, what are we, gonna, what's our goal here? Yeah. Yeah. What's the purpose? What's the purpose? Right. And then yeah. like, and so of course, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, it's, it's about pastorally connecting with these folks and, and being with them as they walk down. And, but then I'll tell you the first five minutes was the most uncomfortable for me. Right. Because although I was walking down uh, the, the, the shore, uh, the boardwalk, and and people and we were just walking and meandering through shops and looking at things and finding interesting cool things and just talking about it i i was still connected with a goal until finally i had to just say let it go and enjoy just the experience right so i could totally relate to to that second reason of one not having and and i'll tell you it's it's ever since that's been that's been that experience was transformative for me you know yeah yeah and now look at you you're in you know florida or all over you know yeah doing different things well yeah yeah that yeah. that was that was really interesting and then uh enjoying time with family more than anything yes, yes. Uh, that was that's a thing that i uh you know we we tend to not do that i mean just not to enjoy and feed the soul our souls that way you know yeah, it's so it's so important. Um, there's actually an institution out in California where they study play, you know, because it's when you think about it, I, it's also we, we come back, we also come back to after doing play or doing pleasant things, we come back to our work with a different perspective. It's also time when you think about animals, when they play, they have to let down their guard, you know, and they um, there's a certain trust factor. So it's good for relationships. It's good for so many things. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to plan a, a trip to Europe or something. You know, it can be, I have here, one of the handouts that I give to clients has 225 pleasant events. So the first step is you gotta do something pleasant. The second step is when you do it to mindfully allow for it and to not be the whole time, be worrying or thinking about how you know the other shoe's gonna drop any minute or oh don't let in the good feelings because i'll be disappointed when i feel bad because that's what happens in life we always we end up feeling badly also right but some of these things so could be uh collecting things like baseball cards or stamps um recycling old items relaxing going to a movie listening to music Thinking about past parties, lying in the sun, laughing, mm. um, spending an evening with good friends, uh, 
eating, uh, yoga, thinking about retirement. <laughs> Wearing shocking clothes, having quiet evenings, going swimming, doodling, exercising, going to a party, playing golf, flying kites. I mean, I think you kind of get the idea, right? Singing yeah. around the house. Yeah. Yeah. This could be something that takes five minutes to do. Yeah. Singing around the house. That's something I know. I love to sing around the house. Do you sing around the house? Uh, or do you, you probably well, dance I dance I dance around the house. <laughs> you dance around the house. <laughs> dance around the house. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. my But yeah. uh I love that. That's Ice really cream. Ice cream. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Racket sports are never I totally agree with Anne. Yeah. Hi Betsy, namaste. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna riff off of what Anne just said about racket sports. So you all know that I'm the pickleball fanatic here. But when we were playing and I was preparing for today, I really also then mindfully decided to take a step back and, and, and think about what did I enjoy? Well, I enjoyed the car ride with my partner, Patrick, over. We had a nice conversation. I enjoyed seeing him play. Like, this is helpful for his Parkinson's. So he keeps getting better and better, and he's playing with his non-dominant hand. And he was out there. I had a really great match. Uh, my last match was really energetic and, and it was close. We won. But I had some nice conversations with folks. Like, and I was really kind of saying, you know, a lot of times I just kind of gloss over this and I don't really let it in and I don't really allow myself to feel the gratitude for that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, that's beautiful that you, you broke it down like that, because usually you, you're right, you just kind of gloss it over, you just don't think, you, you think about getting there, playing the game, and then coming out, and maybe just, and enjoying maybe uh, just the, the, the mechanics of the game, but really, really thinking about it, and, and enjoying each of those experiences, relishing it, is a beautiful thing. It's relishing it. Yeah. Right. You know, I could have just sort of checked it off my to-do list. Oh, I got my exercise out of the way. Yeah. You know, um, and just left it at that, move on to the next thing. But I was really trying to take a step back. It was a beautiful, it's, it's a beautiful morning. There's so many things to just really allow myself to feel and enjoy and um, be present with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, and you could do that with almost anything yesterday. Uh, you know, it was, it, it's really interesting. I was, um, it, Simi made a special, uh, biryani, uh, a beef biryani and, and it was delicious, but I was, so, yeah, it was just really, I love, fun. That's, I love biryani. Yes. Yeah, I know. We, we've got to get you over to the house. You Whoa. and Patrick. Yes. But, but uh, we, we create it. She did this and, and I remember because I had a paper due and I kind of like quickly ate, right? But now I'm thinking, uh, you know, it, it, the, the taste, just relishing it, taking a mini vacation almost, enjoying just the moment, just the, the mindfully eating it in, in a way that, you know, isn't just gorging it and not just completing, the, uh, completing it as a task. Mm. You know, I think that's a... That's a really wonderful reminder, like what you're reminding us just to take these moments and it'll build up our emotional reservoir as a mm -hmm. boy, you know, 
we have to be building that emotional reservoir. We do. It's yeah. it's not it's not frivolous. People yeah. think of this, they confuse us. They think it's frivolous. No, because life has a lot of stress, a lot of suffering, a lot of challenges. And if we don't build up that reservoir, we're just, you know, we're basically in a state of emotional drought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even pushing that metaphor of the of not having an oil change on a car, right? If you don't have the oil chain on, on the car every three to 5,000 miles, whatever the recommended for the your particular vehicle, then you go. I remember when I was in college, I had a friend who actually didn't do his his oil change for like, and it was an old car for like two years. It actually seized up on the highway. And uh, I mean, I loved this guy, but he was like, he was like really, you know, a freewheeling kind of person and he just never took care of it. And then all of a sudden here was this car that didn't move, couldn't move anymore. It was destroyed. Yeah. The engine was seized up and, and wouldn't move. Yeah, and uh, and so he had to total the car uh, wow. with a new engine, you know, and that was so. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. It's this idea about building up our capacity for, you know, and resilience, so that when we are able, when we do find those stressful moments, because life is stressful, you know, um, by definition, life is filled with both joyful moments and very hard ones, and mm -hmm. and just being able to be prepared for it, having that resilience is good. Yeah, to continue with that metaphor, so I had a Honda CRV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, you know, um, I mean, God bless that Honda CRV. I had it for, it lasted for 19 years, and I got the oil change every 3,000 miles. Yeah. And it had 250,000 miles on it. Wow. That's it. So that's what I mean. That's the com that's the reality. I mean, if we want a long and joyful whole life, it's about doing these little things, you know, uh, to to yes. help build a capacity and spiritual yes. resilience. Yes, yeah. these little things should be part of your daily routine. It doesn't take yeah. long. You can do something pleasant for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like exercise is part of it. Praying is part of it, you know, building up that spiritual reservoir, a connection to the creator and to, and connection to people around you. Then also, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like, like the butterfly story. Yesterday, I was, I was just surprised with the butterflies there. You know, it was just, it's beautiful, you know? You know, what's interesting to me too, Father Sunil, is my impression, and I could be wrong, and, and feel free to correct me, because you, this is your area, but my impression has been over the years that sometimes folks can seem to think that the religious life has no fun. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or yes. that it's not, it's not holy. I mean, do you understand my point with that? Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. You know what? I think, and I think, you know, it's really interesting because people get, believe that uh, if you have to be holy, you have, you, you, you'd have to be serious. You have to be, but if you imagine, you imagine this Jesus that, you know, the, the leader of our faith, who, who he was in the gospel lesson, right? We see one aspect of him, but he had a large following of people and they were joyful people. They were hopeful people. So you can imagine here was a guy 
who love to be with people and all sorts of people. He, he could yeah. relate to people who are, uh, you know, in all sorts of uh, stations of life. So that means that he was able to enjoy their presence and enjoy life with them because people love uh, being happy and hopeful. And That's so, so true. If he didn't know how to have joy and connect with people in a joyful way, he really would not have had a such following. a diverse following. Yeah. And so it, it's so, you know, uh, I know that people want I mean, that's part of our, uh, our, our, you know, our way of beating ourselves up a little bit. You know, they want, we want to have these rules and we want and sometimes if we don't feel like we deserve to be, you know, on this earth. Right. Uh, we have we feel bad and we want the religion to force us to say we're bad or good. And then I think that's a lot of mentality that I've been hearing. But really, religion and faith is about freedom. It's about fr being free to 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 live life joyfully and hopefully, uh, knowing that if you avoid certain situations that are harmful for you, abusive for you and the people around you, you're going to be able to live joyfully and hopefully. This is what God wants for us. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not about being under someone's control in my mind or being uh, restricted. It's about freedom and hope. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yes. The freedom of, yes, being because when, when folks are engaging in healthy things and, you know, although they may be acting out, and yes. thinking that that's in a sense, like they have a sense of freedom in the moment that they're, you know, rebelling or acting out. If it's something that's harmful to themselves or others, right. it ends up taking away their freedom. Right. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. So the whole idea about, you know, um, you know, getting your oil changer on your car every 3000 miles. Right. That's kind of like a rule that uh, that helps the car to be maintained and have a healthy healthy life right as it were right if you if you if you if you say okay i have the freedom not to give the oil change all right yeah you have the freedom not to give the oil change but then like my friend in college after after a year of not doing that what happens is the car breaks down yeah right? which then he ultimately lost all his freedom without having a car right that's right and so in in terms of the religious life or the life of faith it's about helping us to kind of understand that God gives us freedom, uh, but also understanding where the boundaries are, where, where situations are not good for us and for other people around us. Mm. You, know, you know, we try not to engage in behavior. And that's what the Ten Commandments is, is really about. It's guidance to help us not engage in behavior that restricts the freedom of ourselves or other people around us. Mm. Yeah. Right. And, and so God wants a life that's, uh, a life that's uh, that's filled with love and joy and hope, and that's the holy life that Jesus mm -hmm. and God calls us to. Yeah, yeah, love it. Well, I I love our conversations, and and uh, and next time I will uh, I will you know I will I will take these mini vacations too. I like this idea about mini vacations. Yes, mini vacations on a daily and, basis. There should be some some form of pleasure in there. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to our pickle game, a pickleball game, and I am too. And I'm maybe ready. Some beef biryani with you and Patrick and. Oh, Simeon. that would be wonderful! That would be wonderful. 
All right. um, I can't wait to get Simi out on the court too. I know you both are competitive. I'm just going to stand off to the side and maybe just commiserate <laughs> with Patrick. <laughs> All right. We'll have a great time. All right. Great. Thanks All a right. lot, Sharon. God bless yeah. you. God bless Bye. you too. Bye everyone. Uh, folks, thank you for being with us, and uh, and I'll we'll end our time together with this prayer, uh, a prayer written by Bishop Thomas Brown. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Jesus Christ, you traveled through towns and villages, curing every disease and illness. At your command, the sick were made well. Come to our aid now in the midst of the global spread of the coronavirus. Heal those who are sick with the virus. May they regain their strength and health through quality medical care. Heal us from our fear, which prevents nations from working together and neighbors from helping one another. Be present with those in authority who are making hard decisions. Support the medical professionals, emergency responders, and our caregivers. We ask this all in your name, Jesus. Amen. Join with me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Friends, go in peace to love and serve God. Spread the light of Christ to the world around you. Enjoy this time that you have. Relish the moments, and spread the peace and love of God to the world around you, because the world needs it right now. Thanks for watching. Did you know that you can join Christ Church from anywhere in the world? If you're feeling connected to what we're doing, email us today at communicate at Christchurchwesterly.org.